Welcome, one and all, to episode 168 of the Mars Attacks podcast. I'm your host, Victor. After taking a few weeks off, we are back. There's a lot of different things going on. Uh, Gonna be honest here, I'm gonna rant for a little bit, and then we'll get into some music later. Um, I'll remind you guys to go to MarsAttacksRadio.com. To check out all the wonderful links to social media, Twitter, Facebook, so on and so forth. Uh, Contemplating putting together a Facebook group because for my other podcast, Galaxy of Geeks, uh, we put one together. And it's been cool. The interaction has been really great so far. We've been really happy. Uh, It's been like a like a safe space to go talk about geek stuff and there really hasn't been any drama or any you know anything so far hopefully knock on wood we keep it that way because or we're able to keep it that way because it's been uh you know been a lot of fun to talk to people see uh, you know news pieces and whatnot i mean i try to post a lot of stuff from various websites i haven't done so this week due to uh, issues with viruses and, and all this shit. Um, there's there's a hoax going around basically saying that um, uh, that they've, they've infiltrated your computer, they've hacked it, and they've recorded you doing all this naughty stuff on the other side. So unless you pay them, it's gone from 600 to 800 to to $1,000. Unless you pay... Um, you know, whoever in Bitcoin, that they're going to expose, you know, the videos that they have of you and your search results and all this and that. They're going to send it out in mass emails to people that you know. And I don't know, just um, been getting a ton of those emails, been getting a ton of um, other you know, just weird shit that I've seen with Outlook. So I took a few days to just clean, uh, you know, my computer here. And I think, knock on wood once again, that I've got everything taken care of. But that's such a such a pain in the ass, you know. I know some people are like, oh, we'll just format the thing. Yeah, okay. That's such a, <clears throat> such a fun, lovely thing to do. Wipe everything out and then try to, you know, recoup and rebuild everything that you have. I mean, if possible, try to work with what you got. I mean, at least I, I'm hoping I was able to do that. And so far, so good kind of a deal. So uh, that's why I haven't been posting stuff on Galaxy of Geeks. So if there's any overlap, if there's any of you that listen to this and are in that group, first of all, thank you for listening to this and for being part of that group. And second of all, yeah, that's the reason why I haven't posted so much this week. Because, you know, I've been trying to keep away and make sure that everything is tip-top and in working order. It's funny, one of these scans that I was supposed to do, or that I started doing, I did for like 17 hours. And then I started researching online, you know, how long does this normally take? And I read some guy say that, hey, you know, I've been doing this for 120 hours, so do the math. That's um, over, no, it's not over a week. 24, shit, helping my son 
<laughs> learn his multiplication tables. So this is me doing multiplication in my head. Um, so let's say what uh, four days is eighty. No, ninety ninety what ninety six hours. So five, so six, so almost a week is one hundred twenty hours. Um, if if I've got that right, if I if I don't, you know, I apologize. But I'm doing it off the top of my head without using a calculator or anything. So, um, the company was insistent. Keep doing the scan, you know. Let it run all the way through. Okay. So I was at 17 hours, and then all of a sudden I saw that this guy said, well, you know, I let it go 400 hours, and I, I start doing the math, and it's like, wait a second, that's like over two weeks. Like, there's no way that I can just, like, paralyze things and just leave this for two weeks to, to go. You know, and this was one of, like, 20 different tools that I ran to try to... Uh, help this, you know, to try to fix things, and or at least to scan to see if there are any issues. And so finally, I see like the tech support say to this guy, um, "Well, you know, you have too many files. You know, what do you have on your computer type deal?" And the guy was like, "Dude, I have like a lot of different media files. Like I have." you know, pictures and MP3s and so on and so forth. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm in like the same fucking boat. So, you know, two weeks probably go on for like four months. Um, you know, just fucking crazy for, you know, and I hate it. This is similar to years ago when, when I contacted, you know, iTunes over something, Apple over something. And, you know, I've always collected CDs, and one of the first things when I get a CD is I rip it to MP3 so I can have it, you know, on my phone and on my iPod and, you know, just listen on my computer. And I get this shit about, oh, well, you know, you have more than more than X amount of MP3s. You must delete all the ones you don't listen to. No. I'm not going to delete all the ones I don't listen to frequently. That's so stupid. Why would you do that? Why would you say, oh, you know, I have, you know, all the albums by these hundred bands. Uh, so now I have to sit there and decide which of their albums and songs I want to keep. That's bullshit. That's like terrestrial radio shit there. So I, I don't get that. You know, me being someone who's always kind of, you know, been uh, involved in the IT field, at least for the for the better part of the last 20 years. Wow. Uh, now that I say that out loud, I realize that. Um, but it's just so odd that someone that doesn't know what you have going on or, or whatever and just says, you know, hey, um, just... Delete all that. You, you, why do you need a, more than a thousand songs? Well, yeah, because maybe um, I like listening to a lot of different music. I don't just, you know, think of one band and think of their one or two semi-radio hits and don't have anything else. So, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, so, yeah. 
So yeah, a lot of a lot of weird shit. Someone asked me yesterday about my health. It was actually a loose cannon from Cobras and Fire. And I gotta say, knock on wood again, my health has been pretty good. Uh, I've really only had one kind of setback since September that I recall. And it's kind of cool, you know, I've, it's awesome when you, when you deal with a doctor that actually gives a shit about what you have going on, and in my case, sent me to a specialist, and that, you know, they're trying to see if I've got any type of, like, hidden shit in my throat, and it's funny because... I have these dropouts in my throat when I'm recording this, you know, when I've been sick and I've told people, you know, hey, I, you know, I haven't podcasted for X amount of time because, because, you know, uh, I was losing my voice all the time and whatnot. And it turns out that maybe everything that I have more so than being related to the intestinal problems I've had is that it originates in my throat, which is kind of weird and you know and so far with everything that they've done uh they haven't found really anything out of the ordinary and hopefully it stays that way and hopefully this is you know finally me bouncing back and being able to live somewhat normally without dealing with constant pain and constant bullshit all the time so again knock on wood i've been good for the last few months hope to keep it that way and if i have had any you know any stumbling blocks along the way again doctor i have has helped me to turn me on to different types of medication that instead of being messed up for you know over a month it's maybe three to seven days now so it's a a a big huge deal where you know pain sucks Especially if it gets to the point where it immobilizes you, or you can't talk, or, you know, it it's it sucks. There's no other way to say it. So, if, if I haven't, you know, put out an interview or something that I've done with someone uh, while I've been sick, you know, I apologize. It, it, it hasn't been purpose, purposely done. Uh, it just, it just has, things have come out that way. And, you know, I, I always say, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Yes. I still want to do a lot of things that I've discussed in the past. So we'll see. Hopefully soon. Um, kind of been bummed out lately though, because I'm seeing like, and maybe this is kind of the pitfall of social media and, and Hey, you know, I get it. It's going to be 10 years since I've been podcasting. I've, you know, been doing stuff on Patreon with Mark Striegel for his stream. And folks, if 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 you want to back me, because I get I get a cut. I've I'm helping Mark Striegel out with his Patreon stuff. So he's giving me a small cut out of what he's making via Patreon. So even if if you subscribe for one dollar to his Patreon feed, you get a podcast that I do with him. And it's been cool. It's been a lot of fun. I always enjoy talking to Mark. And, you know, um, he's the guy that 
helped me get into podcasting, kind of encouraged me. I've said it a million and one times, you know, what a shock. Uh, we've had our ups and downs over the years, but I think any thing that maybe had bugged me in the past has been, you know, way in the past at this point. And I, I think, you know, at this point, I realized that even if things change, if tomorrow he decides, hey, you know, Patreon isn't working with, you know, you helping me out, I'm going in another direction, I think I would, or at least I hope I would, take it on in a different way that maybe I have with, you know, being involved in other projects with him in the past and maybe, you know, things kind of going down the same road. I'm not saying that this is the same situation, a completely different situation. I think what we've been doing on Patreon has been cool. We just need more supporters. Uh, there there also needs to be more content, more things, I think, to catch people's, you know, ideas and or, you know, get people get people to want to give up a dollar give up five dollars or whatever you know a month to get people there and hopefully that will happen little by little i mean i've thrown a ton of ideas at him you know i've he's he's done a a few really cool things like he's done a video with his wife Emily talking about you know old concert T-shirts, which is cool. You know, I see that almost like a storyteller's type thing where you dig up a shirt. Or I even told him, you know, hey, why don't you do an episode on, you know, all these years later? He's it's going to be episode eight hundred uh, for talking metal. Uh, why don't you do a show where you talk about hey, you know, what it was like the first time I spoke to Ozzy. Uh, weird interviews or, you know, it doesn't have to be long, you know, 10 minutes long or whatever it is, just describe a situation. I mean, at least me from a fan standpoint, I would love that stuff. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I've pitched that to him. He, you know, often on Talking Metal would talk about, hey, I'm drinking this, I'm drinking that. Why not do a, a show or, you know, episodes on what you're drinking, you know, what what beverage you just got turned on to that you really enjoy, you know, um, as far as the jams go, you know, you don't have to do a full-blown talking metal jam. It would be cool, but Emily has an awesome singing voice and Mark can play the hell out of a guitar. Why not do something, just a, a monthly jam, just him and his wife. I think that would be so cool, you know. Again, doesn't have to be something ultra long. Can be just, you know, a, a song here and there once a month, you know. 12 months a year. You can even package it later on as a CD. I don't know. It's thinking out loud kind of a deal. So, um... I don't know, and I also did some experimenting with Q&As, and man, I, I, or not Q&As, but live streams to help out and figure out, you know, with Q&A stuff, but it's similar to, to this, you know, I love doing this podcast, I love doing, you know, the live streams when I do them, but it's also kind of frustrating when you get zero to little feedback from people, you know? It just kind of sucks. You know, what What separates me doing this from some dude just 
fucking talking to himself in his basement, you know, or I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I kind of think of doing this episode or these episodes or this podcast even as like conversations that I used to have with a late friend of mine or with like friends that I grew up with where we just talked about music, similar deal where it's like, you know, Hey, check this song out. Or, you know, this is what really bugs me about what this band has done or, or so on and so forth. And it's cool to do this stuff. And, and I see the numbers. I know that there's people listening. Uh, it just sucks when you say, uh, you know, you throw something out there and you get little to no feedback fr- from people. But I get it, you know, because I'm the same way too. You know, I read a post and man with Facebook or with social media in general. I can't tell you how many times a day I write this long diatribe up and I delete everything because I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to start arguing with people because, A, you're not going to change anyone's mind and, B, it's it's hopeless at this point in, in the sense that they're, they're just trolls that are out there that, you know, I'm hiding behind a computer and I'm never... You know, I don't have the fear of getting my face smashed in by someone. So I'm going to say whatever I want because I'm cool. Uh, similar, you know, I, I'm i a fan. I see, I see, you know, on different websites where there's sweepstakes and stuff, and I enter. Fuck, if I can win a guitar or a guitar pedal or whatever, why not? And so I saw the same type of guitar given away on two different sites. And on one site... You know, I could enter my address where I currently live on another one. It's an open to U.S. customers only. And, you know, someone got kind of stupid with me because I posted, hey, you know, why does this site have it so that, you know, it seems as if anyone from around the world can be part of it, whereas you guys only have it exclusive to the U.S. It's just kind of a thing of me wondering, you know, what, you know, what the difference is, just being curious. I know that it's expensive as fuck to send stuff from the States to Europe and, and vice versa. I've only been living in Europe for 15 years and seeing what it what the cost to all this shit, how it's gone these last 15 years and how it's only, you know, been more. If it costs 50 bucks to ship a pickup that weighs two ounces, you know, how much is it going to cost to ship a guitar? I mean, let's be honest. I'm not stupid here. So when you see people be like, oh, fuck you, dude. What do you care? You can't, you know, you can't win anyway. Don't you know what shipping is? Yeah, I know what shipping is like, motherfucker. I know without a doubt, you know, more so than the asshole commenting probably. And, you know, like everything else, whenever you have... A rabid fan base. You have people that latch out or lash out and say things, you know, disproportionately because I'm backing this person up. You know, at the end of the day, they really don't give a fuck what you have to say because if that were the case, uh, if they were just pandering to one person on a site or whatnot or, or just, you know, feeding the trolls, well, a lot of these sites feed the trolls, believe me. That's that's how they get people there. I mean, Blabbermouth has shown everyone to do it. So almost every other, you know, hard rock or metal site that's come after has done the same because it's been a proven format or a proven platform, you know. 
throw the bait out. Let's see, what can we do to bait these people? And then just get them to go at one another. So it's funny. When people criticize me for the um, podcasting tournament that I did last year and putting podcasts against one another, you know, it's it's crazy because I've always been one to shy away. And I could have gone with Ear Peeler and done the, you know, as I say it, um, Lars Ulrich wanted wanted me to give him a reach around an 86 storyline as opposed to what I was going with, which was the titles that shows were sending me. And, you know, I could have gone the troll route, but I didn't. And there are sites making a living off of you, off of your fandom or whatnot. And it's nothing new. It's not going away tomorrow. And shit, I visit these sites as well. I don't tend to comment. But when I see something, you know, that that I feel like commenting on, I do. So, um, it's funny. The, the whole end of Ear Peeler, which happened in October... Day before my birthday is when I pulled the plug. Um, I was speaking to Chris Sinzak about this because I helped Chris out set up the site for this year's Rock and Pod Expo. If you go to NashvilleRockandPodExpo.com, you'll see my work. And we talked about this because I did a a show for the last year's expo. And, you know, it was such a... I love doing the episodes because I got to talk to a lot of people. I got to promote what I did. And, you know, that my whole idea was, hell, I'm going to pro- cross-promote things, get people on this show. Maybe they'll have, you know, they'll, they'll want me to be on their shows. And and it just never happened. It's it's just so fucking weird. It's disheartening because you look at, you know, hey, I've been, you know, you see other people post. I've been, you know, I was on this show and I got to talk about this. I was on that show and I got to talk about this. It's like, dude, I, I would have loved to have gone on this show and talk about Maiden or talk about this or talk about that. The only time that anyone has ever done something like that was with Decibel Geek, and I did an episode talking about Anthrax. It ended up being two episodes. But it was, at this point, three, four years ago? You know, it's just, I don't know, it's it's kind of one, one of these situations. It's... It's one of these, like, well, what about me type of a deal? Where it's like, you know, I've been here. I've been here for almost 10 years. Um, I I don't know. I guess I just come off as a dick or something, and people just don't want me on their shows. Or maybe they don't think I'm credible or, or whatnot. On the flip side, I realize that I am, you know, among the few who have frequented Talking Metal and frequented, you know, I mentioned this Mark Striegel podcast. You know, so I'm lucky for that association and and to be one of the few people that have been on their show or have done something with with them on a frequent basis. So for that, I'm very appreciative. 
But the flip side is, you know, outside of that, I don't get it. Uh, everything is so fucking clicky in in podcasts too. You, you know, there are like little clicks, little groups where people just kind of fraternize amongst each other, and that's it. Don't ask them to go beyond their little circle because they're not going to ask you to be on their show, or they're not going to ask you, you know, to do anything. And it's weird, you know, initially I thought, well, you know, it's the time difference, because obviously, you know, I'm in Europe, so, you know, it's a six to nine hour difference with the States. But then when people need shit, they have no problem fucking reaching out to you. So I don't get it. I don't understand it all. You know, I... I, and I see more and more, you know, and, and it's awesome that people are getting their interviews published in Blabbermouth and Brave Words and this and that. But it still kills me to this day that I was posting about shows on a weekly basis. And I had the same people kind of support me before Ear Peeler that I did during Ear Peeler, that I do now, you know? And it kind of sucks because you see how people are. And it's unfortunate because you work your ass off for something and it turns out that, you know, I don't don't know if I want to say that people are fake, but it just kind of sucks that, you know, hey, you know, we appreciate what you do with this site and whatnot, but then at the same time, all right, well, fucking throw me a bone and tell your audience about me, you know, post what I'm doing, you know, don't just post it when you're on, when you're on, you know, the show with, uh, or on the site with, you know, with the big names or whatnot, it's, it's similar to, uh, a situation you know, where someone that I know reached out to a, a somewhat known comedian and that person said, no, I only go on the Big Dog show, like Mark Marin and this and that. And, and it was kind of odd because that situation was kind of what I was in with this specific person because it was like, dude, you know, you're only posting about being on Blabbermouth and and so on and so forth. And it kind of sucked it was demoralizing and you know i'm venting about all this shit to kind of not talk about it anymore it may be the first time that i've talked about it but i mean i don't know i think it's just time to move on and again talking about the reciprocation with hearing from people and whatnot i think it's just time to move on and it is what it is at this point it's almost 10 years it's 168 episodes. I look at Talking Metal, almost 800. I look at, you know, other shows from podcasts that I'm friendly with, and damn, you know, they sure should have kicked my ass when it comes to the numbers of episodes. Uh, I do, you know, that first year that I podcast, I did release over what, 250 episodes of two different podcasts and two different radio shows. So there is that. Um, I've been mulling around maybe re-releasing some of those radio episodes because I I still have them. So I I may do like a retro thing here on the 
on this feed, or it's just the old episodes that I did on, you know, various different radio stations. Um, so I don't know. That's that's one thing that that I'm contemplating, just to you know, give more content, and uh, we'll see. Actually. A lot of that shit's in Spanish, too, so I don't think it would be appropriate for here. But uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it all shakes out. Um, I don't know. Just, again, just kind of weird. Kind of weird bending over backwards for people, and then kind of when the shoe is, is on the other foot, it isn't reciprocated. It's disheartening, you know, but at this point, it is what it is. Time to move on. If if you're with me, cool. If you're against me or don't, you know, or take offense to anything that I've said or uh, think that I'm singling people out or, you know, I don't know. One of a million things. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to sit here and just contemplate shit and just whatever. I don't know. Maybe this this episode is all about frustrations and and there's going to be, you know, I'm going to I've almost I've talked for almost half an hour. So, I'm going to play some music and it's going to be, you know, some stuff related to Whatever comes up, I don't know. I was going to do stuff about um, maybe songs that I listen to when I get frustrated or or whatnot, but I don't know. We'll see. The uh, first song that I want to play, though, I saw a classic metal show had a post. Chris Aiken posted about, you know, a comparison between the first L.A. Guns album and the second and it's funny because I started doing something on Fusion Sonica. I did it once, and I don't know, just based on time and different things, and um, you know, just trying to. I, I've been studying to try to get a certified in web development and stuff, so that I can, you know, do a job where if I if my health does become an issue, I can still work and. I've, you know, I've I've put I've put other shows on on a back burner. Basically, if Chris Vaglio didn't help me with Galaxy of Geeks, honestly, I probably wouldn't be doing that. I'd do this once a week, and you know, um, not much else. So, uh, the the series, and I may end up doing this just on just on here on Mars Attacks. So, I mean, that's one of the things I'm contemplating is just doing Mars Attacks and just doing Galaxy of Geeks and nothing else. And doing, uh, you know, this concept, which is five reasons why Band X doesn't suck. So I did it with Quiet Riot, the one episode. And I haven't done one since. That was back in January. So we're in March already. And, you know, and I was also contemplating doing the flip side, you know, five songs that I think suck by this band. And my first, the first thing that I was going to talk about was Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden is, them and Kiss are my two favorite bands by far. But there are songs that I really don't care for from their classic 
you know, from their classic albums. Excuse me while I drink some water. Um, and then I thought about it. I'm like, man, do I really want to talk about shit that I don't like? You know, I I kind of, I kind of didn't want to do that. And so I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna be positive. I'm just gonna do this. You know, the where where I talk positively about different things uh, or bands, and you know. Try to go to bat for them. L.A. Guns, L.A. Guns' first album, in my opinion, is just as important or just as good. I mean, you can rate good or, you know, whatever your favorite is based on different things. It's all opinion, folks. Uh, my opinion might not be valid to you and vice versa. But I think if you look at bands that come out of L.A., the Sunset Strip scene, however you want to call it, you look at obviously Van Halen to me, like everything going up to Fair Warning is just great. Uh, not a fan of 1984, but uh, that I mean, you look at Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. Um, you look at uh, Motley Crue's first three albums, in my opinion, I mean, they're one of my favorite bands. But man, seeing all the press for you know the Dirt. And just seeing all the bullshit that they've tried to stir with Kiss when it's the usual same old, same old from Nikki and Tommy. It's like, ugh, these fuckers are promoting something. Just fucking fade away and leave leave me alone, you know. A 6 a.m. greatest hits. That's about the funniest thing I've fucking ever read. You know, not for nothing, but they've got like two fucking decent songs. It's all horseshit pop, you know, pop rock. That, you know, hey, how can we sell this to 13-year-olds? I don't fucking get it, man. I don't get it. I've, <laughs> I'm going on a rant again, but it's like this new Tesla. You're not getting any fucking airplay, man. Give me some fucking, you know, put some balls into your music again. You know, there needs to be some bite to it. Fuck, I didn't need Hysteria 2. Def Leppard. No, or Tesla, fuck. They were a band that prided themselves with not being like all the other bands that came out at that time. They hated the hair metal and glam metal stamp, and they always hated that they were grouped in with all these bands. But yet, in 2019, they're doing what they always said they wouldn't do. They've got fucking drum machines, and they've got auto-tuned bullshit and they've got you know stuff that's layered to no extent you know it's a fucking Def Leppard album I don't want that from Tesla you know that's why I've always loved them and it sucks that beyond their fifth album there's very little that I like I didn't need a fucking double greatest or double fucking covers album that just has shit that I hear on terrestrial radio anyway. Who the fuck wants that? You know, I, I don't get it. And I know that there are people with horse blinders out there that are like, hey man, that's those are such cool covers. No, I don't need to hear them fucking do space trucking by Deep Purple. I can turn on any radio station and hear that already. Give me a fucking break. Ah, just so fucking ridiculous so now they're they're doing this shit for what 
You know, you're not going to get on radio with this. You know, you're not, a 13-year-old isn't going to think you're fucking cool. You know, I don't get it why bands do this. Motley Crue did the same thing with this new shit song, From the Dirt. And they're one of my favorite bands. (coughs) But man, does that fucking song suck. You know, give me a break. You've got horse blinders on if if you think that that but shit there's people that have argued with me that Saints of Los Angeles were a great was a great album. Oh just hear crew. I don't hear them trying to sound like Papa Roach or Trapped or or whatever the fuck the the flavor of the the month is from their management company. Give me a fucking break, dude. It's the same deal, you know. I don't want to hear Tesla sound like fucking Def Leppard. Sorry. And and on with, you know, another kind of Def Leppard thing. I'm really fucking pissed with what went down with Pledge Music. And, for example, this is my experience with Last in Line. Ah, first of all, if you're a band and you have to sanitize your comments because you guys did something fucked up, fuck you, first of all, okay? Here's the deal. Uh, for those of you that don't know, and most people that listen to this have probably done a pledge campaign at some point along the ways. Pledge Music somehow no longer has money. Someone stole it, someone used it inappropriately, whatever. Okay. So, what happened was, um, Pledge apparently, well, here's the thing. There was a message that has since been taken down where Last in Line copped to receiving money from pledge music then they took it down they've done this their their site on pledge music went from being filled with comments from people being royally pissed off with how they handled this to nothing but positive comments being on there that's some horseshit if you ask me okay This situation, and let's be honest, who the fuck is going to pledge music but hardcore fans to to back these bands, you know, in this day and age? You're you're crying for money, and and you go go to these platforms, and then all of a sudden this happens, and all right, we're going to yank the plug without giving a fuck about how it affects fans at all, okay? I paid $80 back in December. We're in March. So that's four fucking months ago. Four months to the fucking day almost. Because it was, in my case, December 8th. Today is March 9th. So I paid 80 bucks for a limited edition gold vinyl, which was going to be autographed. I'm a huge fan of Vinnie Apices, A huge fan of Vivian Campbell's. And I figured this is my only chance to do this, okay? To get both their signatures. I have Vivi, or I have um, Vinny's signature already. I have a drum head and I have drumsticks signed by him. I have stuff signed by his brother Carmine. So, you know, whatever. I just thought it would be fucking cool. I was helping the band out. And then this happens. All right. They essentially yank the rug out from under our feet. Phil Susan can go anywhere and sell his bullshit story about this. Oh, we just want what's best for the fans, blah, blah, blah. 
bullshit. Because obviously you have no motherfucking grasp on the concept of how difficult it is to get money back from your credit card company or from a bank. Okay? Especially something that was four months ago. So, in my case, this is what took place. I contacted my bank. My bank said, okay, well, you will willingly made this charge full well knowing that you may not receive the products that you purchased. I said, yes, I agree. But at the same time, you know, things almost always get fulfilled within a reasonable amount of time, except for if you're pledging for a fucking Quiet Riot documentary, which took I don't know how many years, and which is why I shied away, but so the bank tells me, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to investigate this because it's a very odd situation, but it will take 90 days to make our assessment. And at that time, we will let you know if you get your money back in full, if it's going to be a partial refund, or if you don't get a cent back. So I went down to the local branch, talked to the branch manager, explained what I'd been told over the phone, and he confirmed everything. Confirmed it 100 fucking percent. So, hey, I'm just doing, we're just doing what's best for the fans. We're trying to figure this out. Okay, let's see. If you run a normal business, and if something like this happens, you need to give your customers a response within hours, within a few days at the most. Okay, Last in Line waited weeks, because the album was supposed to come out March 20, or February 22nd. I got a response about a week ago, so I got a response around March um, 1st, March 2nd. They pulled the plug on the campaign like a week or two before the album came out. So it was like three weeks before before they decided to reach out to people. Okay, They were going to do everything to make sure things were fulfilled. And sure as shit, I said it from the start. I'm not seeing the vinyl that I had purchased. Something shady and something strange is going to be going on here. And sure as shit, I get that email. Oh, well, you know, if you originally wanted this limited edition, you know, vinyl, which I don't remember the number, if it was 20 or if it was 50, but that's it. There's not going to be any more after that. That's all there's going to be. No more. Okay, so um, essentially, they send an email saying, well, if you, you know, purchase any limited edition stuff, you can purchase it once again. Mind you, I'm not going to see my money back for probably another month at best, and... And there's something in me that says, I'm not giving them a fucking cent until I get my money back. So chances are all this limited edition stuff 
It's going to be gone. But, so it turns out they say, no, well, we've got, I don't know how many jackets that we've signed, that the whole band is signed, and we'll send it to you for 30, for $30. 30 euros in my case, 29 euros. Okay. And I'm thinking, all right, well, you know, it would have kind of been cool to get the jacket plus the vinyl at the same time. No, no, no. You got to purchase the vinyl separately. It's like, huh? So I don't know. This is just kind of weird. The the band being kind of slothish here. Why isn't this whole thing being put together, you know, so that you get it all at once that I don't have a fucking jacket flopping around for no fucking reason. You know, I don't know, whatever. Maybe I could display it on the wall or, or whatnot, but I, I don't know. So you have to pay for the vinyl separately. Oh, and by the way, you know, just buy it from Amazon. They're going to sell it. Uh, buy it from Frontiers. They're going to sell it. And it went from, wow, this was supposed to be something that was supposed to be special and unique, and hey, you know, pay all this fucking money for something that's, it's cool, and it's going to be unique, and not too many people are going to have it, to something that, hey, you know, almost anyone that wants it will do it for you. It's like, fuck, you know, I, I don't know, between the whole point of me possibly not getting my money back, and seeing that something that I thought once again was going to be cool and unique is just something else that you can buy from them, you know, might as well just be a a fucking last in line baseball for for all I care, you know, it's just it's really deflating, <laughs> you know. And on the flip side, you had someone like Bernie Torme in the hospital with double pneumonia who put a post out that essentially said, "Look, we realized this happened. Last thing I want to do is fuck my fans. Okay, I haven't received any money for this. I haven't received, you know, I haven't paid the musicians. I haven't paid the studio. I haven't paid this. I haven't paid that. Uh, I've talked to them and I basically said, look, I don't want to fuck the fans. I'm sending all the merch out. It's already made. It's ready to go. So you guys are going to get it because there's no reason for it to just be sitting here. And then I'm going to have... You know, my legal people sort the money situation out, okay? Danny Vaughn, who was the first person to say anything about this, mentioned how he was going to ship pretty much everything out except for some higher-end special order stuff because he was already, you know, biting the bullet with the other stuff, but he just economically could not currently spend the money to produce those the the high end merch that wasn't going to be sent out, and I understand that, you know. Okay, well, you know, I don't have the money to send out something that cost me X amount, but in the case, in my case, they had it, they signed it, they just recently posted on their website that you know, oh, we've got all this, or, or on social media, check this out, we're signing all these things, come buy it, you know, hey. You know, fuck the fans that thought that it was going to be something special. Now, we'll autograph it for anyone. And I started to think, you know, and I was mentioning this to two podcasters that I talk to on a frequent basis. You know, if you really think about it, I'm the asshole here. I'm the idiot that kind of 
confided in them and thought that they weren't going to pull some carny bullshit if, if something went wrong. Because, all right, as much as I love the musicians, as much as I love Heavy Crown, as much as I even enjoy the new album, how many bands is Andrew Freeman in? How many bands is Vivian Campbell in? How many bands is Phil Susan in? How many bands is Vinny Apice in? I realize, gotta make a living, but it's it's all about the Benjamins to these people. And it's not about the fans, and it's very short-sighted and kind of dumb the way that they handled everything. They should have, in my opinion, if 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 I were ever to get to speak to these to any one of them, I would say, look, you know, you guys should have made sure the fans were taken care of. Because last in line is not Def Leppard. Okay. Last in line does cannot afford, you know, pissing off their diehard fans because I got to tell you, this might be it for this band. Because who's going to support them in the future? If they've pissed all these diehards off, and at the same time, people need to to stand their ground and say, you know what? Fuck you. There's all these other bands that I love, you know. If you're not going to give a shit about me being loyal, me giving you money for this, then why should I be, you know, why should I be loyal to you? You know, why should I go out of my way to pay 80 bucks for something or more if you're not going to deliver? If you're not going to even sit here and, you know, or you're going to have a Phil Susan go on and grant interviews and say, well, you know, um, we got right behind this and we didn't, you know, we didn't want our message to be very ambiguous. You know, we, we were very straight and direct and to the point. How much more of a fucking more ambiguous statement can, can it be than to wash your hands in it and say, ah, go ask your bank for a refund. Go ask your credit card company. You know, we want to make sure you're taken care of. So, Go do the work for us. You know, you do it. Why would we do it? You know, we asked you to give us your money. We have your money. Or we partially got your money. No, we didn't get any of your money. But now you go and you all do all the footwork for us. You know, we can't do it. You do it. So, it's such a fucked up situation. I don't think, uh, I mean, I don't think I'll ever get my money back and hence I don't think I'll pick up last in line too as a result I want to and you know the uniqueness and the mystique has kind of worn off it but I'm kind of someone who's set my ways in the sense that if I thought I was going to pick something up I'll still do it man I gotta tell you it's kind of hard for me at this juncture to want to do it you know it just Kind of sucks. And you know, all this time where, you know, I've thought, wow, it's so cool to see Vivian Campbell kind of do his thing once again. Cousin Def Leppard, he's an employee. <laughs> Play this, do that, and that's it. So he really doesn't spread his wings as much as he possibly could. So and it's obvious with the songwriter. Look at the shit he writes in Last in Line and in River Dogs. 
and what he what he's doing in Def Leppard, you know. So whatever. If that if that makes ends meet, if he's happy that way, then then fine, you know. I just I just have to think. You know, similar to the whole Vinnie Vincent situation and how all these years we were warned and we were told, you know, someone is this way. Someone is that way. Someone only cares about the money. So, hence, you get fired from this band. Hence, you get fired from another band. Um, And I guess, going into Def Leppard, he got the money he wanted. But, last in line, I don't know, I, I gotta tell you, given the situation... I don't feel as a fan that it's about the fans. It's about the money. So, ah, there you go. My rant. My my last in line rant was almost another half an hour. Uh, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wrap this show up with w- one episode, man. In the at the end of it all, don't give up. Don't stop fighting. Keep going, man. <laughs> Here I am in one part of the episode saying, you know, you got to come to accept things. But at the same time, I've come to accept the way my relationship is with other podcasters. But I think I'm going to, you know, I come to realize I just got to forge forward and just care about what I'm doing and not care about what others are doing. And just do what's best for me and just move ahead, man. Just do my thing. So kind of the the James Brown thing. I'm going to do my thing over here. Um, Anyway, I'm going to leave you with a track off of the L.A. Guns, off L.A. Guns' first album. Kicks the album off. I think this should be a motto for everyone. Uh, when, When, you know, their bosses is you know putting them down giving them that office space type extra work when when they had you know planned to go check out a show or check out a movie or whatnot or had dinner planned um whether it's someone who you know is trying to study and get a degree and make you know uh, something better for themselves um Whatever it is, don't give up the fight, man. Just keep going. Um, Which is why, man, you got to take life on with an attitude where you got to give it no mercy, I think. So we're going to just play the song No Mercy by L.A. Guns to wrap this episode up. I want to thank you guys for listening. If you've been here and checking out my almost hour-long rant, Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate all the support over the years. Drop me a line whenever you want on Twitter, you know, on Facebook. All the links are on MarsAttacksRadio.com. You could also just, you know, post your comments on the website as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all I can say. So. Uh, here we go. A little LA Guns. We'll see you next time right here on the Mars Attacks podcast. See ya!
for listening to the Mars Attacks podcast. This concludes our show. 